When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breaking news at the first take, the Nets have fired head coach Jacques Vaughn. The former NBA guard was in his second season as coach of the Nets, who are 21-33. and 33. They sit in 11th place in the East. Stephen A., it has been tumultuous times with this franchise after the exit of the Big Three and how that didn't pan out. And now this, your thoughts on the firing of Jacques Vaughn? I'm sad about it. Uh, Sean Marks and those guys know what they're doing. I, I, I would say to you that, you know, you lose 18 to 24, you lose five of your last six, or you just lost to Boston by 50. Um, that, that spells doom, no doubt about it. And um, it's, it's sad. For me personally, because Jacques Vaughn, you know, it's amazing to me, you know, Steve Nash gets an opportunity to coach a team that had KD, Kyrie, and ultimately James Harden on it. If Jacques Vaughn had those dudes, what would he have done? But he didn't really when all all was said and done because Kyrie got into some stuff and Obviously, KD had to carry the load by himself. James Harden wanted out because he wanted to be with Daryl Morey. And then you're stuck with what you're stuck with. I love Mikael Bridges. I love Cam Thomas. Um, Ben Simmons has done nothing for them. He's been stealing money, as far as I'm concerned, for a couple of years now. No matter what kind of issues he may have had, it hasn't stopped him from making sure that the check is in the account, you know, every, 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 every two weeks or so. So I don't want to hear anything about him. It's just sad. I mean, I understand why they did what they had to do because of the momentum and the trajectory of the franchise right now. But I, I wish that Jacques Vaughn had been in a better situation. Yeah, didn't really get a fair shake there at all. Uh, back to the West, guys. LeBron played in a record 20th All-Star game. Two decades we've witnessed his greatness. Larry Legend had high praise for the King and a message for his critics. Listen to Larry Bird. I tell people, quit whining about LeBron. Enjoy him while he's here. He, he's unbelievable. I mean, he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest ever. Mm. One of the greatest, if not the greatest ever. Let's marinate on it for a moment. That was Larry Bird saying that about LeBron James. That struck a nerve. That struck a nerve right there, Molly. Kendrick Perkins, that that that's America. Stephen it's A., Shannon uncross Sharp. your arms, Stephen A., uncross your arms. Now all of a sudden you got an apathetical, a laissez-faire attitude. Now, when when Larry Bird in, ni- hold on, was that 1986? When he said that was G- uh, uh, God Jesus or God disguised. God and Jimmy. God disguised. Yeah, disguised as Michael Jordan, everybody applauded. Everybody wanted to hear what he had to say. Now, all of a sudden, he says what he says. Now, oh, you know, that's just him giving, giving, giving him his flowers. He doesn't really mean that because he played against Magic and Kareem and Michael Jordan. He said he's the greatest, if not the, the so all this notion, Lord forbid that I tell LeBron James he's the second greatest player. Greatest. Greatest. E-S-T. 
He didn't went, sound sure. Went, he didn't sound sure about it. You act like he was definitive. He wasn't definitive. It wasn't I like am, he was Shannon Sharp. It wasn't like he's a Shannon Sharp. Uh, oh, listen to him. Listen to him. No, no, no. I, I mean, what he definitive. said. He said maybe. Definitive. He said maybe. Maybe. Definitive. He wasn't definitive. He wasn't definitive. As a matter of fact, it's, re- it's written in blood. Oh, it's God, written in oh, blood. Please. It's definitive. Oh, D-S-T. No, James. It's the greatest. No, no, no. No, first of all, that's ridiculous. That's number one. Number two, let's get, let's get down to the nitty-gritty about some stuff here, all right? These guys really, really get on my nerves. And I'm going to tell you why. We all know how great Larry Bird was. We know how phenomenal Larry Bird was. And, uh, of course, he's qualified to say what the hell he wants to say about the sport of basketball far more than me or anybody else, for that matter, to be quite honest with you, most others anyway. But let me say this. Comments like that, when you talk about we complaining, when Larry Bird was complaining, when Larry Bird was playing, you had critics. When Dr. J was playing, you had critics. When Michael Jordan was playing, before he won, he started winning chips. He had critics. The point that I'm trying to make to you is that there's nothing wrong with you dissecting the game based off of what you see and waiting until it's over to celebrate. And by the way, just as an aside, I would personally encourage LeBron James to go on that farewell tour because he's earned it. He's he deserves it. And maybe you haven't been that great at receiving praise, but a lot of people he will realize how uh, how much of an overreactor he has been to the cynicism throughout his career, because everyone knows how phenomenal and how great LeBron James is. We will miss him when he is gone. He has been a tribute and a treasure to this game. And we are all fortunate to have witnessed the greatness of LeBron James. But in saying that, you can still dissect while things are going on. This is missing, this is missing, or that is missing, or I wish I saw this, that, or the third. Because we do it to every single other player. So Larry Bird coming out Jordan. and saying what he did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. No, you did. Yes, we no, did do did. it to Jordan. Yes, oh, we did. When Jordan started, Absolutely, hey, Bert, we did Bert, this to Jordan. I'm going to let Bird oh, go. I'm going to let Bird go. But when Michael Jordan started eating, ain't nobody ate. Everybody famished. Yo, there was, des- there was uh, the, the land was barren. <laughs> That's what you would Yeah. You said when Michael Jordan started eating, ain't nobody eat. But guess oh, what? Oh, you the man why? went seven years because, and he didn't because, eat. Because, because he was on a different level than everybody else. There was, there was no, st- there was no Steph Curry knocking off Michael Jordan. Did there was no Steph Curry doing that. Did he, he eliminated? He, he beat Magic in the first go round. He beat Clyde Drexler in the second go round. He beat Charles Barkley and 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 Dan Marley and Kevin Johnson in the third go round. He beat John Stockton and Carl Malone twice. He beat Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. John Stockton and knocked off Reggie Miller and knocked off Ewing and those boys. Wow, Randy Darity, Mark Price, Larry Nance, and Stephen A. Stephen A. Of all the guys that you mentioned. Of all the guys that you mentioned, name the one that's better than Steph Curry. Name the one None that's better than Kevin Durant. None of them. None of them. So what are we talking about? I'm just did saying. He knock bird just, off? Did he not burn Did he not burn Don't be pointing your finger at me. I know did what I'm saying. Bird? What did he do? Did he what did he do? He, no. Nobody came close. That's the point. There was nobody in his class. That's, that's the point. All I know, all I know, the man fasted for eight years. The man fasted for eight years. Right. He didn't eat nothing okay. in the whole 80s. He need a thing. Was he vegan? All right. Yeah.
But he had he had he did, he had he had teammates with migraine headaches in Game Seven. Oh, that no, would no, be my See what you did, Stephen A. My, see what he did, Perk. Oh, Go ahead, exactly take off, Perk. I know exactly what I did. Go ahead, Perk. He knows. Janet knows. Know, Come on now. The only the only problem I have with Stephen A. is this: Why anytime somebody give LeBron his props? You turn red. I mean, that struck a nerve. That? That's really Ooh. struck a nerve with you. You, you, was re- you was you was really you was really upset yeah. because Larry Bird spoke the truth. I'm and what he's to actually two saying dark is, brothers are he, calling me he, red. I'm gonna look, look red look, next look. to y'all any day of the week anyway. How you can't use that? <laughs> you can't do I'm that. Just saying, you know I'm, just saying, I'm, saying? I'm just saying. Listen. All, all he's saying is this, man. All he's saying is, is this. We need to appreciate LeBron James right now at 39 years of age. Okay. Right? It's, it's no reason, to be honest, it's no reason for any of us to come on here right now or anybody in the media world to be, be, critiquing, be critiquing a guy that's in his 21st year. That makes zero sense. You're not critiquing his game right now. You're critiquing the resume in comparison to other great resumes. That's all. Nobody, Everybody appreciates in his 21st season at age 39 years of age how phenomenal oh. LeBron James is. Nobody's debating that. Uh, he got he got something on his res- resume that none of the other greats could touch. All time. The in-season tournament. The in-season tournament. We'll leave it at that. The in-season tournament. We're, no, all no. time. All I know. Perk. No, all Bert, time. Every time. Score. You're right, hey, Perk. Every time somebody mentioned LeBron James, Stephen A. all of a sudden turning to Tom Cruise at the Minority Report. He starts scrolling through his uh, computer. He's looking up his iPad. I'm like, well, damn. What, what are we doing here, man? The man just mentioned, the man just mentioned LeBron's just name. And no, no. He didn't just mention LeBron's name. He said, we need to leave LeBron alone because this guy enjoying him because he may be, may be the greatest ever. He ain't say that definitively because Bird knows hey, who the hell he went against. He knows. Hey, Perk, hey, he know hey, better. He beat him every time. Swept him every time. Every time he went against him, he swept him. Every time he went against him, he swept him. You better he stop was, playing, Stephen oh, oh, A. Smith. Excuse, excuse, excuse me. When LeBron was young, he was losing. When MJ was young, oh, no, no. he was losing. What's the problem? Oh, no, 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 no. LeBron wasn't. You forgot that run LeBron James took the Cleveland Cavaliers To the finals and got swept by San Antonio. He, he understand? Oh, uh, okay, but... Okay, but he got to the finals. Yeah, he did. He didn't have to wait on the stage. At 22, he got to the finals. Okay. At 22, LeBron got, got to the finals okay. and got swept. At 22, uh, uh, Jordan got swept in the first round. Excuse me. Excuse me. You just brought up. <laughs> you just brought up. You just brought up. Has has LeBron or Jordan went against any of those dudes that Steph that was better than Steph Curry? Well, I would say this to you: Did LeBron and those boys go up against any team that was better than the Boston Celtics or the Detroit Pistons? Yes. The bad boy Pistons. Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Career. Don't y'all stop with me. You better watch your mouth. Don't y'all right now. Don't you stop that mouth. No, no, no. I said early in his career. I said early. I said early, Shannon. Early. Yeah. The Spurs. Hold on, hold on. What about the Spurs? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me say this. Listen, we have to put more respect on that Detroit Pistons team with Chauncey Billups, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, Tayshawn Prince, and Rick. I agree with that. Okay, listen. Yeah, they could have played back in the '80s with Bird now. Damn it, they suck. They suck. Kobe Shaq to the grill. Did they not? Oh yeah. 
Did they not? Oh my LeBron, God. Stephen A. LeBron got Y'all are telling me. Y'all are Stephen telling me. Really? Really? I, all right, all right, all right. Before before you, know you what, answer the question. Before you know what, Josh? Hold on, big perk. Hold on. I pity the fool. Hold on. You tell me. Damn, I've been be, y'all be, the be whole careful. Time. No, be careful. I'm coming right at you. Let's be careful. Because I know you know Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah, Joe Dumas, Vinny the Microwave Johnson, Dennis Rodman, Lambeer, Edwards, Sally. You telling me that the Detroit Pistons in 2004, 2005, what, what, they could have took those boys out? Is that what you're saying? Let, let's Man, respond. I, 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 I'm telling I'm telling you, we're talking about that 2014 as arguably the best defensive team that ever touched the damn floor. Go pull up the record. The bad boy Go look at their numbers. Uh, man, listen, this is the problem that I have with you, right? You're you're so stuck in your ways that you won't come out of it. When you go and talk about so you telling me, are you telling me Rasheed Wallace wasn't like that? That's what I'm you're telling me? So Rasheed Wallace you telling me ben was a Wallace? damn good. Rasheed Wallace what? was a damn good. Ben Wallace was a defensive wizard. Ben, Didn't have ben, anything to give you offensively. Bill Lambert would have pulled so him away what? from the basket. Because he would have made his chase from the top of the three. Uh, what are you talking about? See, you, you just, how, oh, man, the man, oh, man. Oh, no, the no, man no, no, won no, four Don't get frustrated. Didn't he win four? Let me tell you something right now. The blasphemy coming out of your mouth right now. I'm not going to even get, you're going to be in trouble. They're going to run into you. They're going to look, they're going to look, they're going to look. I'm not going to be in trouble. I'm not going to be in trouble. Joe D, Isaiah's going to call you. Isaiah's going to call you. You're in a world of trouble. You're in a world of trouble with your blasphemy. I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Congratulations to Charleston Billups on being an uh, Hall of Fame founder. Uh, yeah, how about this here? Yeah, hey, Perk. Perk. Yeah. Hey, Perk. Yeah. How about this? Yeah. This, this, this is what Shannon Sharp and Kendrick Perkins would like for everybody to do. Critique Michael Jordan last two years in Washington like you do LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Hold him to the same standard. Michael Jordan Nobody's was passed beyond historically great. James critique now. that. You can point all you want to. I'm not scared. You can point all you want you to. That nobody is nobody is critiquing LeBron James in year 20 and 21. We understand that, and he's still great. We're not doing that. We're talking right. about overall uh, accomplishment. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Molly, all Molly, I know is Molly, that was the best debate. Why pull up his, why pull up his iPad? Perk, why Shannon pull up his Perk, iPad like that for? Perk, we that, that was for. the best debate. That's what you be doing. That's what you be doing. <laughs> Perk in trouble. Perk in they trouble. don't listen, Mike. M- Molly, Perk in trouble. I'm telling you right now. They're, they're gonna be looking. They might drive. They might fly down to Beaumont, Texas. I'm telling you, something wrong. Something wrong with Perk right now. He he, he okay. the line. Okay. And, and they might. He and, 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 okay. and they might not leave. And they uh, might. Oh. Not leave. <laughs> and we're ending on that. Tell him, Perk. Drop the mic real quick. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch
switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I would say Shay, uh, Ant-Man, you know, I feel like those are two of the guys, you know, that, um, you know, that can continue to torch, you know, after I'm done, after Steph, KD, you know, the guys that have just been setting the standard for so many years. There's a lot of guys to pick from uh, in this group of the 24 that are here. Um, you know, you see Luca, Ant, Shay, guys that are, like, really coming into their, their prime and, Highly decorated already as, you know, all-stars and all-NBA guys. When LeBron retires, you know, the face of the league, uh, that's tough. But, you know, we win a championship. I got something to say about it. I know that. <laughs> All right, lots like of that. young stars like in the that. NBA, but they'll be super huge shoes to fill for LeBron, KD, Steph Curry, Shannon, with that being said, who do you think will replace them as the faces of the NBA once those guys retire? So we're saying once LeBron, Steph, and KD is out of the way, who who's going to be the new face? Yeah. Everybody, you know what? If you listen, you look. A lot of the guys keep bringing Ant because he has the game and he has the. I believe he, not only does he have the game, he has the most personality. He doesn't take himself too serious, but his game is very serious. I like JT. I like what he had to say. He's like, hey. I win a championship, I'm gonna have something to say about that face of the league. And it's been a long time since we had a face of the league that was the Boston Celtics. We gotta go back to Larry Bird when him and Magic occupied that mantle together before Jordan took those thrones. Uh, whew, man. The question is, Stephen A, and you follow this game very, very closely. Will it ever be a situation where we have a foreign-born player that is the face of the NBA, a Luka, a Nikola Jokic, or must it be? Now, I understand the game is global now. It's not like it was in the 80s when you only had one or two foreign-born players in the NBA. So if you put me to the test right now, I like Ja, but I think Ja's going to need to stay out of his own way. But I would say it's going to be between Ant-Man and Jason Tatum because I like Jason Tatum's game. Uh, I, I think he has enough personality. He's not as charismatic outwardly and say Ant-Man, but if I you make me pick one, I'm going to say Ant-Man, followed closely by Jason Tatum. Go ahead, Pink Park. <clears throat> I don't believe it's going to be one, to be honest with you. I don't believe that I could just pinpoint and say that I could pick one of these guys to be the face of the league. After LeBron James then carried the torch for so many years, when Jordan passed the torch to him, I just don't see that particular young man that I could put above the wrist. And I'm sorry because you could say Anthony Edwards and 
right, he has the personality. He has the game, but he is in a small market. I don't believe that he's even top 20 right win. now in jersey sales. That's, but, but that says a lot, right? You got Jason Tatum, who has the game. He has the market. You know, I believe he's top five in jersey sales right now, but he needs a little bit more personality. He's still shying away from the cap, uh, camera. Then you have SGA, right? And you have SGA down there putting in work in OKC. But think about it. That's a small market. Even when Russell Westbrook was down there winning MVPs, putting up triple-doubles, no one was saying, screaming Russ being the face of the league. Kevin Durant led the league in scoring, what, three years down in OKC with an MVP? No one was screaming. Okay, no one was screaming that. And, and it's just going to be so hard for a foreign player to be the face of the league. Because I'm, I'm walking up into these AAU gyms every single Saturday with my sons, and no one's checking for a Giannis. No one's checking for a Jokic. You know what I mean? They screaming <laughs> Anthony Edwards. They screaming Jason Tatum. They screaming John Morant. So I just don't see either one of those guys being above the rest to put me as put to put a face on it to say that they're going to be the next face of the league. I just don't see it. Let me say this to the both of y'all because I'm really interested in hearing y'all reaction to what I'm about to say on several fronts. Number one, I threw out the name SGA because his game is just so pure and he's unassuming and he does what he does as a, as a basketball player. Night in and night out, whatever you expect mm -hmm. from him is what he gives you. And the one thing we look for is the stardom, the star power, the, the stardom in terms of your ability to perform on the court. The second thing we look for is consistency. The third part is where he loses because of marketability, because he doesn't say much, okay? Exactly. I looked at, at Ant-Man, uh, Anthony Edwards, and I'm doing the all-access in Minnesota this Friday, so I'll be there all day. Looking forward to seeing him. I came on the air weeks ago raving part, about though. this brother. Hold on. Again, I, I, came, on the, I came on the air, uh, on the air this, a few weeks ago raving about Anthony Edwards because his athleticism is off the charts. I love how he's going after it. I think that he's got that level of moxie and, and what have you. And he's got Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, and Rudy Gobert looking better than ever because he just has infused that quote-unquote dog in them and in that franchise. And I love that about him. And I loved his personality. I loved him in the movie Hustle with Adam Sandler, who, by the way, won the People's Choice Awards last night. My daughter had me watching that. Congratulations to my daughter and I had me watching that. I was watching People's Choice Awards last night, flipping back and forth between that and the All-Star game. And I'm looking at all of this stuff. And then I said, guess what, Perk? Anthony Edwards, respectfully, boy, did you mess up. What are you doing stepping on the court last night amongst the stars and playing around shooting left-handed for? See, there's something, that, uh, there's something that you missed. It's not a big deal in terms of basketball, but it was a big deal in terms of your marketability. You going out there and saying, you know what, all of you stars out there, remember when Michael Jordan was doing the last dance and or, or Magic Johnson was quoted as saying, Michael Jordan rolled up in there and was like, there's a new sheriff in town? Remember that? Mm -hmm. That's what Anthony yeah. Edwards was supposed to do yesterday. It was a, a moment like that where you're there for the first time and you're surrounded by these other dudes. You're supposed to be staking the claim that it's the new breed. The new breed has arrived, and I want it. Because part of marketability is showing you want to be marketed. 
like you really, really want to be that dude night in and yeah, night out. Serious. You see, when Kobe shot air balls, you know why people might have insulted him but didn't condemn him? They knew what he was shooting for. He was like, that dude, Jordan, I'm coming for that. I'm, not him, that. That mystique, that allure, that profile, that marquee, I want that. And when you're looking for a guy as the face of the NBA, what you need to see mm -hmm. is somebody that wants that. And what we're not seeing, Shannon and Perk, is who's the dude that wants that? Not the ball. Now, we know you can gain, you can ball. I'm talking about all the other stuff, Shannon, all the other stuff, Perk, that comes with it. Who really, really wants that? They bring up Victor Wimbanyana. They bring up Luca. Luca. Of course, Giannis don't want to train with the competition. He's trying to take you out. And we love that. But what you want to see is a guy that really wants to carry the mantle of being the marquee. And Ant-Man, to me, took a step back yesterday by playing around instead of showing up and saying, yo, I'm here to send the message. Stephen A., let me tell you why it's not his fault. Because that's what the All-Star game has turned into. Right. Michael Jordan saw the way Larry. He yeah. saw the way those other guys I took agree. it serious. Kobe transitioned. He saw the way Mike. And he saw the way those other guys took it serious. They don't take it serious. So Ant-Man... This is why, this is why, Stephen A., I say in the locker room as a veteran player, those guys are watching. That's why I showed up on time. That's the way I lifted like I lifted. I practiced like I practiced because they were watching. And one day, they were going to be in Shannon Sharp's shoes. And I didn't want them to think it was okay to bull jive around. These guys now in the All-Star game, you got these young guys coming in thinking it's okay to bull jive around. I agree with you 100%, Stephen A. He should have taken it more serious. And you don't let somebody else dictate how you play. But that's but what I'm saying. it has. But what I'm saying to you, I'll, Perk, I'll let you go in a second. But what I'm saying, Shannon, is you're right, but I can't put that on somebody else. If you know you want yeah. to be that it dude, be, you, can, you can't do that. It got to be your... It, it got to be your mindset. And let me, let me say something to you. Let me credit Russell Westbrook. Let me tell you yes. why I bring that up. Yes. When you when you go, Molly, when you go to the to the All-Star game, you should want to win the All-Star MVP and put that under your resume. You know Russell Westbrook won his All-Star MVPs. He won it. He came off the bench. Wow. <laughs> he came off the bench. Wow. But, yeah. but that back goes to, to tell you his mindset. Yep. Yeah, back to back, though. Yep, dog, always. Molly, the yep. other thing is, Shannon will appreciate this. A all-pro game took place where they damn near playing flag football. Yeah. And some kicker or whatever was running with the football. Sean Taylor yep. of the Washington Redskins laid him out. Mm -hmm. Let me tell yep. you something. Right now. It was excessive in a lot of people, yep. in, a, in a lot of people's eyes or whatever. But Sean Taylor, God rest his soul, is still revered to this day yeah. because that's how he always played. He showed, you the he mindset, showed up. The, the mindset is yeah, yeah. you step on a football field, this is what you're supposed to do. Okay. I just got to say one thing. So basically what I take from this conversation, we don't really have a clear cut we don't. piece to take over. We That's don't. what it sounds no, like. It's up for grabs. And, and also we got to see who's going to win chips, to Jason Tatum's point as well. Jason right? Tatum's right. You know, if he we got to see who's going to win. Right? If he wins, because Jason Tatum got the look. Too. Molly, yeah. he's got the look. And Deuce at the games with him. The imagery – 
pure perfection. The role model, great player. And if he wins a championship, Jason Tatum can stake claim to be in the face of the NBA. Yes, he can. Because I don't think you can yeah. be the face if you don't have LeBron some rings. After LeBron <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking yeah, after, after LeBron, LeBron KD. Yeah, Stanford. LeBron got to go. <laughs> and Steph. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Back to the association where we've seen some huge performances this season, including a pair of 70-point games from Luka Doncic and Joel Embiid. Giannis set a career high with 64, and even Steph Curry at 35. He dropped 60. Here's LeBron James on the high scoring this season. We got so many great talents in this league and what I sit here and say to I think guys can score 80 or 90 yeah why not um, it's, de- it's been done before um, and um, you know talent is talent no matter what generation it is we've seen Kobe do it Kobe obviously I'm not going to put too many guys on Kobe's level but when you when you have a, a hot streak we've seen Kobe live put up 81 um, so you know I think it could be done hmm Okay, Perk, tell me this. All right, you're, 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 why are you upset, Perk? Tell me. Because this, 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 LeBron, this LeBron gets me at. This is why I get so pissed off at him sometimes in front of that damn microphone. And, and my thing is, is this. He knows that nobody is guarding a single soul in today's game. That's why we're watching so many guys put up these numbers like they are today. No one's playing no defense. Like, when Kobe scored that 81, guys were actually putting forth the effort. It's a whole different age. And I hate to go back to this point, but can somebody please go back and watch when Luka had his 70-plus against the Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks. And look, how e- and look how 
Look how easy that was. And I just, when Braun come, because he played in two, in two different, you know, phases of the NBA. He played in the physicality when it was three. boxes and elbows when he first came. Well, three. Excuse me, Shay Shay. Excuse me, three of them. <laughs> but he played in the area of physicality where it was boxes and elbows and the games were 88 to 89 finishing the game. You know what I mean? So I just don't like sometimes when Brian come up there and he really don't, you know what I'm saying, tell what's the real about what's going on in but today's did, game. But that Bert, bothers me. He did. He didn't lie, Stephen A. That is the reason why somebody can get 90 or 100 points. Exactly. Because they don't play defense, Perk. That's why. He didn't, they didn't say, LeBron, give us context. They, they asked him, do, does he believe someone mm -hmm. can score 100 yeah. points? And I'm of a mindset. Stephen A., I believe you possess the same mindset. If you see somebody else do something, why the hell can't I do it? Right. They see these guys, like Kobe scored 81, why can't I score 81? If Wilt got 100 and you said it, Perk, they don't play defense anymore, the basket, and a guy get hot, a guy get, Kobe had 55 in the second half, guys getting 40 in a quarter. They, I believe someone absolutely, with the way they play defense currently in the NBA, I absolutely believe within the next five years we're going to see somebody get 90 and we're going to see somebody eventually top that 100-point game for the very reason that you're upset about, Perk. But, it, it, but Perk should I'm not know. upset. What Perk was irked by with LeBron is the same thing that I get irked by about LeBron, about KD, and all of these guys. These are not just great basketball players. They're basketball savants. They forgot more about basketball than most people on the planet will ever know, particularly while, while they're doing what they're doing. So when you're not forthcoming with your information, you're being disingenuous about why you reach the conclusions that you reach. You don't throw out something like that without an explanation. Say it what it is. You were answering that question in the aftermath of NBA All-Star Weekend with 397 points were scored. Look at it. Look at the game. Look at the absence of fervor. Look at the disregard. Look at the apathy and the indifference towards doing what it takes to put forth quality basketball or quality basketball product. And you can see on far too many occasions that guys cheated the game. Now, the thing that Perk didn't say, but I will say, LeBron has never cheated the game. Kevin Durant has never no. cheated the game. All right? But you know the difference between them and Kobe? Kobe, who never cheated the game, would talk about people cheating the game. He would be the first to say it. You know when we see these videos, Shannon, and we see these videos, Perk, whether it's on Instagram, Twitter, or beyond, and they're pulling up clips of dudes who used to play with mm -hmm. Kobe and, and Kobe didn't want to talk to them and Kobe didn't do this. Oh, would they leaving out the why? You know why? Because he watched you. He watched you practice. He watched you play. He monitored your commitment to it, and he ain't had time for it. Kobe was quoted as saying on many occasions, don't have no time for no laziness. Lazy people can't be in my presence. I don't have time for all of that nonsense. He was talking about that. Remember when they had lost like 13 or 14 straight? I'm talking about the Lakers. Kobe was hurt. They had, uh, 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 you know, uh, what, what they celebrated. Nick, and they were celebrating. Big Young. And Jim, and Jim, and, yeah. That's right. And Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel played the clip on his show and was laughing. And Kobe Bryant 
Brown was just looking, and you could see him fidgeting, and he was furious. And the audience is laughing, and Jimmy Kimmel is laughing. He said, when I saw that clip, all I could think about was you. Because he could, it was so funny to him, because he knew how disgusted Kobe would be, because how embarrassing that was with Nick Young and all of them. I'm just saying that when you have players like that are accomplished and put in the work and endured the rough patches along the way. Why let guys off the hook? You ain't got to name them by name, but why let the culture off the hook by mm -hmm. failing to talk about how they're cheating the game because they're not putting forth the effort those who came before them put forth? It would be nice to see that. Guys, Stephen A., I think you and Perk can attest to this. The Kobe Bryant that everybody started to love has started to soften. The first 14 or 15-year Kobe, people didn't like him. Players didn't like him because they deemed him selfish. They, did, they deemed him something that they couldn't relate to because okay. Kobe didn't fraternize. Kobe wasn't, hey, Kobe wasn't kicking First it with decade. First Kobe. decade. He changed a little bit. That's, you know, once, well, after about 2007, 2008, then, then, he, then the change took place, yeah. Once, once, once he had accomplished, he started to soften towards the tail end. He still, when he was in championship mode, when he was trying to get over past the Celtics after they beat him the first time, and he won, and he was trying to repeat, that Kobe wasn't beloved like the Kobe became. But he didn't soften. He didn't soften with his teammates. He softened with the public and the imagery that he put forth when he was doing interviews and then when he was outside the locker room. Yeah. But inside the locker room and on the court with his teammates. Oh no, that that, that dude didn't soften. Well, maybe he could relax a little bit. He'd accomplish so much. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. That was the worst slam dunk contest in the history of basketball. It was a national atrocity. It was awful. <laughs> Somebody need to say it, so I'm going to say it. Now, I'm happy that a Nick won something. We actually had a New York Nick that won something. <laughs> I would like Adam Silver, uh, Mark Tatum, Tim Frank, and everybody else I know at the NBA office to know to expect a call from me this week's holiday today, but expect a call from me this week because I'm dead serious. I don't blame y'all for laughing, but I'm dead serious. They gonna hear from me. We cannot have, we cannot have this atrocity showing up on a Saturday night for NBA All-Star Weekend. Oh, that was two years ago, and Mac McClung has won it twice since. The G-Leaguer beat Jalen Brown after posting a perfect 50 dunk to close it out. Brown, one of the first big-name players to participate in the contest in several seasons. Okay, Stephen A. Yes. Obviously, this contest has fallen mightily. Yes. Which star do you want to see in the dunk contest? Who would you want to see show up, like the good old days? 
Well, first of all, you mean a modern-day player? No, I'm just saying, like, back in the day when the stars participated in it. Back in the day, um, you know, it would, uh, you know, Vince Carter, of course, Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, all of those guys are given. But Vince Carter turned it out. But I, I got news for you. Aaron Gordon, I'm sorry, and, 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 uh, and Zach, Zach Levine. Levine was spectacular. Yeah. They were that was the best dunk contest. When they were the, I mean, that was the best contest in, in modern memory. That present day, it would be nice to see the Ja Morants, the Anthony Edwards, people like that. No question about it. Zion um, Williams. Zion, Zion Williamson. All right. Zion, no question about it. But let and, me say No, this. I don't want to see Zion. I well, don't want to see this. him jumping any guys, more than he has to. Guys, no, 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 guys, no. I, that, you're right about that because he might get hurt. I'm, I'm worried. He might get hurt. That's what Shannon's saying. He might get hurt. We got to worry about that. But let me say this, Perk. Okay. Let me say this. Okay, let me say this ahead. to you. You know where I'm going. I'm about to because go there. LeBron James is directly oh. responsible for ruining the slam. <laughs> Oh, are you serious? Yes, he is. Thank you. Said, yes, he is. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. I'm not finished, and I'm not laughing. I'm dead serious. All that other stuff, Hall of Fame, Mount Rushmore, phenomenal, four-time champion, all that other stuff, we will miss him when he's gone, appreciate his greatness the whole bit. Mm -hmm. The one thing, Shannon, the one thing, I'll even let Shannon, I'm so serious about this, I'll shut up about the GOAT debate if you hear me out, okay? Okay. The slam dunk contest, I got the stat here, Shannon, because when we're talking about the slam dunk contest from 1985 to 1997, five of the 13 slam dunk contests were won by future Hall of Famers Jordan twice, Dominique Wilkins twice, Kobe once. Michael Jordan participated in the contest three times. Dominique Wilkins five times. Five. Every, every high jumper, every skywalker, every above-the-rim talent salivated for the opportunity to compete in the slam dunk contest. It stopped when LeBron James said, I'm not doing it. And from that point forward, the stars who followed didn't feel compelled to prioritize a slam dunk contest. The tradition that was set by others preceding LeBron James. We watched LeBron James, and then you know what he did, Shannon, to rub it in, to rub it in? He do it on the layup lines before games. You went to the games and you had people with the cameras clicking and going crazy because they saw LeBron James using a layup line pregame as his own slam dunk performance. And he did it on purpose. Okay? So what I'm saying to you is when we look at the demise of the slam dunk from an historical perspective, there is no one who knows basketball who will refute what I'm saying. There is no one who would do it. LeBron James refusing to participate in the slam dunk contest was the beginning and the spark plug of its demise. Period. You know there what? is no one who I'm, can dispute that. You know what? I'm blaming LeBron for inflation and the reason my 401k is not performing. <laughs> okay. You do that. You blame LeBron for inflation. First, first, the, the first of all, I mean, those guys, and kudos to those guys, and I remember all the great dunk contests with Clyde Drexler, as I mentioned, uh, uh, Jordan and, and, and Dominique. But he never – that was never something that, that resonated that he wanted to do. And I look at LeBron maybe it was maybe, maybe he didn't think he could not, win. Maybe he didn't think he could win. Why not? We'll never know. Why not? We'll, we'll never, never know. know.
But see, that's that's what I'm saying. So when LeBron said it, when, when LeBron set the standard like he was above the slam dunk contest, what what, what you think everybody else is gonna do? All other superstars. You don't think we wanted to see, we want to see a John Morant and Anthony Edwards, but they don't feel like it's important enough for them to do it. LeBron set that standard, uh, uh, Shannon, and we got to sit up here and acknowledge that. You know, I'm one of LeBron's biggest fans, man, when it comes down to the GOAT situation, but damn it, you got to start calling them out on that BS when he be doing it, and you don't be holding his feet to the fire. Oh, no, no, no. I, I hold his feet to the fire, but it's it's hard for me to criticize yeah. a man that didn't want to be in the dunk contest because he's like, that That doesn't move me. I don't think that – I don't – I think LeBron well, James – Well, don't talk about it no he, more. How about this here? He's very strategical. He's like, whatever it's going to do to enhance – the best the dunk contest ain't going to enhance anything about LeBron. Shannon, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question, Shannon? Yeah. Can I ask you a question, Shannon? I want to get to the celebrity. Shannon, you want you you one of the greatest tight ends in the history of football. Yeah. There is a contest. I don't know what it is. There is a contest that involves tight ends. It ain't okay. going to give you another Super Bowl. It's not going to do much for you. But everyone who came before you that was on your level did it. You backing out? It, it, it have to be what it, look look it have to be something about with my hands who has the better hands, but it's it just far as I didn't I didn't really I just look at it like LeBron I just think LeBron is a power dunker he doesn't have the creativity. We gotta go we gotta go right. we gotta go but Shannon you showed me the creativity on the hardwood. Coaching up your squad, Team Shannon, on Friday night. Micah Parsons handed Team Steven a big L while dropping 37 points, securing MVP for Team Shay Shay right in Steven's face. No highlights to producers. No highlights of him knocking over men, women, and children. No highlights of that, huh? He was just a clear sailing to the basket, right? You see those bodies falling? Please. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Team Shannon, talk to me. How'd you do it? How'd you pull off the victory? Because I felt Stephen A. had three guys that were going to vie for the MVP, and I felt if we could ever get the lead, each guy was going to take their chance trying to get them back into the game with one shot. And it, it held true to form. I knew I was going to coach circles around Stephen A. Smith because that's what I do. That's what they call me, baby D, little baby D. Smith. Rest your soul, Coach Smith. That's what they call you, boy. That's what they call you, boy. Man. Stephen A., what happened? Listen, listen. <laughs> I had C.J. Stroud can play. I had a couple of other cats that could play as well. But we had no answer 
for that damn sack master, Mike, Micah Parsons, <laughs> who was allowed to step on a basketball court and treat men, women, and children like they were quarterbacks, like they were opposing quarterbacks. Like, Shannon Sharp was sitting up there, and they were knocking people all over the place, and Shannon and Shannon was clapping. I mean, I got people in the hospital still recovering from Micah.